At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. You're now in a position to shoot. The puck is step on, and it looks like he gets through and scores. Derek Stepan, who was just below the left faceoff circle, slips one low on the ice and gets it past Hugo Allnefelt. And the Canes take a 1-0 lead. Now the Canes with a turnover out in front. Backhand chance, and they'll score! Spencer Smallman cleans up the loose change out in front. And the Canes have a 2-1 lead with 5.23 to go in the first. Knocked out smartly by Martinuk, and it rolls all the way down to Allnefelt. Now a turnover, Martinuk, he scores! The Hurricanes with an aggressive forecheck. And Jordan Martinuk, the recipient, out front, buries it. And the Canes take a 3-1 lead. Smallman comes up, sends it across for Suzuki. Back in, tip chance by C.J. Smith. And that just eludes the net. Now back in front, Smith will score! Excellent work! Ryan Suzuki sets up C.J. Smith. And the Hurricanes take a 4-3 lead. Now C.J. Smith from a sharp angle, he scores! Oh, what a heads-up play from C.J. Smith as Alnafelt played the puck into the corner right to the Canes forward, and he returns serve. John Isner would be proud of that, and it gets past the Tampa Bay netminder, and the Canes back in the lead, 5-4. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold. Presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina, the Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. It's the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Thank you very much. Wait, 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 wait. Adam, you said you weren't doing a morning after podcast. This isn't a morning after podcast. This is a Canes Corner short. That's what I'm calling it. It's really not going to deal with the game that we watched Friday night against the Lightning, which at one point was 3-1 Carolina midway through. 8-5 final for the Lightning. You heard all five of Carolina's goals. We don't have enough time to give you uh, the eight Tampa goals. Uh, We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina for the exterior of your home. If it's for that, Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Siding, roofing, windows, Gutter helmets, storm doors, entry doors, bay windows, bow windows. You understand it. Aluminumcompany.com. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. We're really not going to talk about the game. I don't, uh, not that I don't care about preseason game number two. I don't. Uh, But I just wanted to get a couple of things out there. uh, And I wanted to mention Aluminum Company. Uh, so uh, congratulations to uh, to them. All right, real quick, Auntie Bronta didn't play very well tonight, but I also don't think he was given a chance to play very well tonight. Carolina's blue line was a mess in front of him, so I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to assume too many bad things about Ronta. Uh, but I will talk about this, and it's something that I know that uh, Trip Tracy addressed in the Stormwatch, and I was asked. This question by Dennis Cox in one of the intermissions. How will the distribution of starts go 
between Frederick Anderson and Auntie Ranta. And here's the way I believe, knowing Rod Brindamore the way I do, I think Rod's goal will be a basically a 50-50 split, but with a slight lean to one guy. Uh, and history tells us that lean would not go to Ranta, not because he's not good or better than Anderson, but simply because Ranta has not proven in the past to be able to handle a heavier workload. He gets, he's got, he's always had injury issues. Anderson can be a workhorse. And I just think that there will be an extra start here and there for Freddie as opposed to Auntie. And my guess is that uh, it'll so, go somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 35. Give or take, you know, maybe it's 48, 32, uh, something like that. Uh, but I do believe that it'll be uh, a slight edge to Anderson. Uh, but if Ronta stays healthy, history and his numbers say that he's probably the better goalie if he's healthy. But again, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Not a good performance tonight, but uh, a lot of that had to do with the fact that Carolina put two NHL defensemen on the ice and Tampa... Uh, really leaned on them with Maroon and Perry and Kucherov and Point and Palat. Those, those latter three each had three points. Actually, I think Perry had a three-point night too. Uh, so uh, not going to fault Auntie Ranta at all for that. Uh, we've talked about this before. One of the reasons I think Carolina is better, and maybe even significantly, I don't know, than they were a year ago, uh, is that they, they have a fair amount of usable... NHL depth right now. And this will lead us into another topic in a second, but right now Carolina has 20 players, 20 under NHL contracts. I guess theoretically a guy like Steven Lorenz isn't on an NHL contract. You could send him down without, you know, much uh, with, without much trouble because, you know, he's on an, an entry level deal. I mean, you could just send him down. Uh, but ultimately, they've got 20 NHL skaters. You only dress in 18. For years, the last two or three years, Carolina's barely, they, they didn't really carry any extra players unless there was an injury situation. But what's different about this team now, as opposed to last year for sure, and it showed up in the playoffs, is that you've got not only extra bodies, NHL bodies, hanging around, and if I had to guess, we'd start the season with Josh Lavo as the extra forward, Brendan Smith as the extra defenseman. But you have a guy like Stefan Nason, who's on a two-way deal. He's going to end up in in Chicago, playing for the Wolves, Hurricanes team in the American Hockey League. And I, th- there's a lot of value, <laughs> value in stuff like that. I mean, a ton of value in having guys who could come up and play NHL games for a week, two weeks, whatever it is. And and basically, there's not... Nobody's surprised. Nason's seen plenty of hockey. You know? And if it's a guy like Brendan Smith stepping in and playing for a couple of weeks, he's got an injury. Brendan Smith's seen plenty of hockey. So the Hurricanes have what they haven't had in a long time. So last year, if you remember the playoffs, 
Maxim Lejo- Maxime Lejoie has to play. And that's in- unacceptable. And we talked about this at the trade deadline, which is, I don't really want to b- uh, beat that horse, but Rod Brindamore looked at his blue line at one point and realized that, oh my gosh, I might have to rely on Jake Bean for NHL minutes in a double overtime situation, and I don't want to do that. And we saw enough of that in the postseason where I think it opened up a lot of eyes. And, I mean, I think it even kind of filtered down to when Joey Keane came up and played late. I don't think Joey Keane is ready to play in the NHL. I'm not even sure Joey Keane is an NHL regular player at this point. He did some good things uh, in preseason game number two. The assist to Derek Stepan was a beautiful cross-ice pass, but I don't think Joey Keane was uh, all that spectacular. Yes, Bruce Selgren doesn't look like he's there yet. Uh, But the Hurricanes have more NHL depth across the board than they have had. And now it leads me to this, and it's something I asked Rod Brindamore on Wednesday. You look at Carolina's roster, and I already mentioned it. There are 20 NHL players on their roster. By any measure, there are no spots available. No spot for Seth Jarvis. No spot for Jack Drury. No spot for Jamison Reese or Ryan Suzuki. Or, as I mentioned before, Stefan Nason, barring an injury. But I asked Rod, I mean, you can't tell him they can't make the team because... They just might force your hand. So that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a preseason that is so off the charts that Rod and company go, well, we have to take this guy. And I hope that happens because that would be awesome. You love to see kids develop and make it. But that's what it's going to take. But, but, think about, and we, we won't see it, with Jamie, uh, with Seth Jarvis if he doesn't make the NHL team because he'll end up having to go back to juniors or go to the WHA uh, and go play for the Portland Winterhawks because he's too young to play in the American Hockey League, which is a rule that we probably need to kill, but uh, that's another matter for another time. But a, uh, you know, a top-line for the Chicago Wolves of Jack Drury in the middle with Jamison Reese on the left and Stefan Nason on the right, there's nothing wrong with something like that. There's just nothing wrong with letting guys play a full year in professional hockey, although Jack Drury did play in Sweden last year. Let them figure it out. Let them get, get used to playing against men and let them establish themselves as really good to great players at that level, and then call them up. That's the way it's supposed to go. We're not, not everybody's supposed to just have a cup of coffee in the minor leagues and then up, oh, bring them up. Not everybody's supposed to do that. Uh, so that would be the best way to do it. Uh, and again, the only way Seth Jarvis is going to be here is if he had, listen, the Hurricanes have no choice. It's like the kid, the kid's too good. He can't go back to, uh, Portland, he can't go back to junior hockey. Uh, he's good enough. We're going to give him a shot, let him play. And the Hurricanes do have a luxury of letting him play. I think Tripp talked about the first 10 games. I thought the number was nine. If, if the number is 10 now, great. Love to see him for an extra game. So 
I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, although I think it's unlikely, that the Hurricanes will bring Jarvis up, give him a uh, nine-game cameo or a a four-game cameo, whatever it is, whatever they choose, uh, before sending him back to junior. And then it just becomes, do you force the team's hand? But that basically gets back to the original point. The roster is set, and the only other alteration to it will be if somebody gives them no choice, which, again, we would love to see. And final thing before we get out of here, did you guys watch the game? You know, there was a shootout? 8-5 final? Tampa wins in a shootout? I don't even understand. Uh, I, I, I guess both sides agreed to it, obviously, because Tampa was shooting on Ronta and Carolina was shooting on Tampa's goalie. Okay, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Seth Jarvis made too many moves. He got uh, denied. I saw Jordan Martinuk try and score. Uh, I'm sure the Hurricanes had a third shooter, but it didn't matter. I didn't see it. It doesn't really matter. The game was over. Uh, So there you go. Uh, This Canes corner short was fun, wasn't it? It was just an opportunity to to mention a couple of things, talk about the depth on this team, uh, which I believe will be key going forward. All right. Uh, We'll come back early to mid next week with the next installment of the Canes Corner podcast. Remember, the true opening night or opening morning for the morning after podcast will come a week from tomorrow following the Canes' fourth and final preseason game in Nashville. Uh, The Canes Corner Podcast is brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. There is no place like it. Sammy Hanna and his crew do an amazing job. We'll see you next time. I'm Adam Gold. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsfan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.